0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You may be seated. A blessed Ascension Tide to all of you. Uh, We're amidst this mini-season, if you will. It's the ten days, which include the Feast of the Ascension, which was this past Thursday, and go up to the day before uh, Pentecost. So we are then, liturgically speaking, uh, in those days in between, uh, the ascent of our Lord into heaven on the 40th day, and the sending of the Spirit on the 50th day, Pentecost. When Jesus rose from the dead on that first Easter morning, uh, he did not go straight away up to heaven. Why? Because he wanted people to know that he had truly risen from the dead. He had not, in some disembodied state, you know, gone up to be with the Father, and so he spends forty days doing two things: one, uh, demonstrating that he had indeed risen from the dead bodily. Uh, he, he gave uh, the apostles, uh, the disciples, at one point uh, over five hundred witnesses at once, as Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians fifteen, uh, convincing proofs of his resurrection. So he's demonstrating that he is indeed risen from the dead bodily. Number two, as Acts 1.3 says, Jesus was teaching His disciples, quote, things pertaining to the kingdom of God. He's teaching them. I mean, the things that we see uh, the apostles doing in the book of Acts, the things uh, when we read their teaching, well, where do you think they got all that stuff? Well, they got it from Jesus. I I think we, we... I mean, that's one of those things that I, I hope there's a, a special DVD features uh, sort of thing that we can, we can see these deleted scenes one day of, of what exactly Jesus was telling them and what that would have been like to have uh, been taught by him uh, the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. So he's teaching. He's, he's instructing them. And then at the end of uh, the 40 days, as the Creed said, he, he ascended into heaven and was seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Uh, What does it mean that Jesus ascended into heaven? Uh, In short, it it means a lot. It's like anything with Jesus, uh, anything that he did, his work is inexhaustible. We'll we'll never cease to find new things in it. Uh, But I want to focus this morning on three things that the ascension means with regard to Jesus and our salvation in Him. The ascension means that Jesus is, number one, above us, number two, with us, and number three, that we are with Him. The ascension means that Jesus is above us, that He is with us, and that we are with Him. First, Jesus is above us in in that He is is king over us, and that he has been exalted, and that he reigns over all. The the feast of the ascension is the feast of the kingship of Jesus. He sat down at the right hand of God the Father Almighty to do what? To rule. And also, as we will see, to intercede for us. What John 17 is, is is Jesus' high priestly intercession for us. And I think the ascension is so important, the doctrine of the ascension is, is so important for us in our day and age because the doctrine of the ascension means that, that Jesus Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords, that he reigns over heaven and earth now, at present, not just in some ethereal realm, not just at some, di- at some distant point in the future. Jesus, on the basis of his identity, that he's the God-man Savior of the world, on the basis of his life, his death, his resurrection, and ascension, is the Lord of heaven and earth now. The ascension, then, is this ascension to Christ's throne of glory. It's also a vindication that Jesus is indeed the Messiah, that he is indeed the Son of God, that he is indeed the Savior of the world. St. Paul writes this in Ephesians 1, that the Father seated Christ at, quote, his right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all." the fullness of him who fills all in all. So Jesus is above us. He is our king. He has ascended into heaven, but he's also with us. This is a part of the doctrine of the, the ascension, and it seems, it seems counterintuitive that Jesus going from earth to heaven is in part the doctrine of his ongoing presence with us. But think about John 16. Jesus says something to his disciples that, that again, it it seems counterintuitive. It it seems at first read uh, sort of strange. But he says, speaking of his eventual ascension, that it is to your advantage that I go away. Well, how can that be? How can it be better for Jesus to go away? that so what happens in the ascension is that Jesus' local absence, that he's not in one particular place at one particular time, it means, his, it, it means his universal presence by the Holy Spirit in the church. Jesus' local absence means his universal presence by the Holy Spirit in the church. Jesus said... Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And he is with us by the Spirit in the church. Jesus is present on earth because the church is present on earth. And the church is the mystical body of Jesus. The church is the temple, the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. And where God dwells, heaven is. That's what a temple is. It's a dwelling place for God. So Jesus, I know we, we, we never put this on a theology exam. Uh, we would know it would be wrong to say it, but sometimes we, li- we live as if, and, and we get discouraged and downtrodden as if. Jesus ascended into heaven and said, Good luck. Here's the scriptures. Here, here's, here's some principles to live by, you know, do your best. Well, that's a really sort of deistic vision of, of our Lord. That he's off on some long journey and we're left to fend for ourselves. But, but no, he's, he's, he's present in heaven. And his presence can be not just in one place at one time. But because of the ministry of the Holy Spirit and on account of the mystery of the church, he is with us. The ascension means that Jesus is above us, that he is with us, and that we are with him. That we are with him and that we can be with him forevermore. The the ascension is essential for our salvation, and it's directly linked with the incarnation. It's really been, it's been said that the ascension is the completion of the incarnation. Because the word became flesh That is, God became man. He united a complete human nature unto himself. And Jesus, this is important to to remember, that Jesus, after the resurrection, that that union that he created, him him taking up, again, a complete human nature, that taking humanity unto himself, that that union is, is forever, that it's eternal He does not cast off his humanity. Jesus forever will look as the lamb as though he was slain. He will bear, as he did to Thomas and the disciples, forever the marks of his victory. So Jesus in ascending, having united himself, having united us to himself, and therefore, as he says in John 17, that, that he, he's sanctified himself for our sakes. He then raises up us with him to heaven. He raises us up so that we can be uh, united with God. As the Father said, God became man so that man might become God. It doesn't mean we become God by nature, that the creator-creature distinction is obliterated. We're not pantheists. But it does mean that we become partakers of the divine nature, that there's a real union. And so Christ, is in his ascension, is the first human being to enter glory. And he opens up the gates of heaven so that we can follow after him. He is, as the author of Hebrews says, the forerunner. He's the first to do it so that we can do it. And we share in it by virtue of our union with him. And, and this, this is the purpose of Jesus coming for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven. He came down to where we were to raise, in order that he might raise us up to where he is. It's hard to get our heads around this. This, rea- this reality of the ascension and what it means. But it's both a present hope and it's both a present reality rather and a future hope. I mean, St. Paul speaks of us as, as being seated with Christ in heavenly places. We are exhorted uh, by Paul in Colossians, one of my favorite passages, Colossians 3, uh, to, to set... To set our minds on things above, to put to death what is earthly, that is what is, what is sinful in us. And, and the basis of Paul's exhortation to the Christian is that we are risen with Christ. That we have ascended with Christ. And again, it's also this future hope that we would follow the one, Jesus Christ, who opened the gates of heaven. Jesus said to his disciples, I go to prepare a place for you, that where I am, you may also be. The ascension means that Christ is Lord of all at present. He's king at present, but he's also a present king. He's with us. And he, he's interceding for us. The scriptures say that, that he lives to make intercession for us. And, and, and he's, he's presenting before the Father. He, he's pleading his precious blood. He, he's, he's offering and presenting the one oblation of himself once offered, which we participate uh, every time we participate and every time we come to the altar. He's king and he's a present king. The ascension means that, that the Lord and his, his presence now fills the earth through the church which has been given the Holy Spirit, the advent of which we will celebrate next Sunday. The ascension means that we have been raised up to heaven now, participating mystically and sacramentally in the life of heaven, in preparation for and in hope of the day when we will see God face to face. Brothers and sisters, let us exalt in, that, that is, rejoice in and meditate upon that, that Jesus is our King, that Jesus is above us, that, that Jesus has not left us as orphans, but that Jesus is with us, that, that he, he ascended and he, as Paul says in Ephesians, that he ascended and led captivity captive and has given gifts unto men, that he has enabled us Uh, to follow Him and to to imitate Him and to be transformed into His likeness and that we are also with Him. May we exalt in this and and press into this and cooperate with, with the grace of God in this that we may be with Him forevermore. Amen.